Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. I'm so excited about the guests that I have today on today's show. Listen, my guest, my good friend, by the age of 39 years old, he was already financially free, financially independent, and he calls himself the anti-financial advisor. Well, what in the world is the anti-financial advisor? He is not your traditional advisor. In fact, right here on the show, you're going to want to stay all the way to the end because he's going to go over methods and strategies that you in all probability have never heard of. How to get high rates of return. Some of his clients are actually getting 20 and 25% rates of return, depending on the investments that they're in. So I promise you in this show, you're going to learn about how to get high investments using strategies you have never heard of before. Be sure and stay to the end. Oh, my lands, here we are with another amazing episode and show. Welcome. My name is Jay Connor, <coughs> excuse me, the Private Money Authority. And I have, yes, another amazing guest to join me on today's show. And so welcome to the show, my good friend, Chris Miles. Welcome, Chris. Hey, how's it going, Jay? <coughs> Just as I was introducing you, I had a frog come along in my throat. So you're getting all I choked up trying to intro me. I get it. <laughs> <coughs> so I apologize for that, man. These sonic uh, cranberry limeades are starting to get to me, but I love them. So how are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. Excited Super. for the excited for the warmer weather, excited for the new year. There you go. Well, I don't know anybody that is more qualified to introduce Chris Miles than Chris Miles himself. Coach Chris, introduce yourself to uh to the audience. 
Yeah. You know, I'm often known as the anti-financial advisor uh, because most financial advisors tell you how to spend nothing, save everything, save it forever. And hopefully someday you'll have something. And, uh, and I don't teach that, you know, I actually, myself personally was able to become financially independent twice. Uh, not because I did it right, uh, because I screwed up the first time, had to do it again and to do it right the second time. And so I actually was able to become financially independent twice by the time I was 39, where uh, I was out of the rat race. I had more than enough passive income coming in to, to replace my expenses and pay for everything. And, and, uh, and so that's what I've been teaching people to do is help them to do the same thing, to, to work because they want to, not because they have to, to be work optional so they can actually enjoy their life now, you know, just like the science says, right? You know, live your life today, not tomorrow. Really enjoy your life now so that you can have that time with your family to be able to do the things that you love uh, with those that you love. And, and that's really what we teach people to do is, and really just do that in a very creative way to, to maximize everything that they have so that they can get those results. So did you say you call yourself the anti-financial advisor? Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. So tell me more about that. What exactly is an anti-financial advisor? Yeah. So let me give you a little bit more of my backstory. You know, I started out 20 years ago as the traditional financial advisor. So I was teaching people how to save in mutual funds, you know, do that sort of thing. But the problem was this, is that I remember one day, uh, my friend, Doug, uh, he was in real estate investing and he, he said to me, he said, Chris, you know, like, you know, real estate's been awesome. My dad's actually doubled his income as a professor at the local university. It's been amazing. And of course, in my financial advisor brain, I'm thinking, well, that's too good to be true because real estate only goes up 3% a year. It barely keeps up with inflation. You know, the government's report of inflation, of course, there's no way you could do that. And because in my mind, I thought stock market was the best thing in the world. And he finally got me, he said, Chris, how many of your clients are financially free where they don't worry about money? And although I had retired clients, I thought of those clients. I said, well, they still worry about having enough money that they might run out of money before they die. So I said, well, none of them are free from that standpoint. He said, well, that's not good. Okay, Chris, how about this? How many of you guys as financial advisors are financially free, not off the commissions you're earning, but actually investing in these mutual funds to be free? And as I thought about people have been working in my industry since the late 1970s and yet could not stop working, I said, none. None of them are free, I guess. And he said, well, there's your problem. And, uh, and so he kind of turned me on to alternative investments, you know, things like in the real estate game. It could be turnkey real estate. It could be investing in syndications or opportunities that way, you know, with multifamily, you know, apartments, self-storage. It could be in oil and mineral rights. It could be all kinds of things. It could be in businesses even. And, and there's this whole other world, as we already know, because you, you talk about on the show all the time, there's this whole other world of investing that the, the average American is not told about. It's kept from them because it's not what financial companies are paid to tell you. They're just told you to sell you the same old crappy mutual funds that make a whopping in the last 30 years. SP has only done 8.3% average per year, despite the last 13 years having been up in a row. Yet in the 30 years, it's only been averaging 8.3. So that's just not enough, especially with it. Wait, real rates of inflation, and everything else, people aren't becoming financially free because they can't live on enough income to be able to make it last. But in this alternative space, if you know you can make double digit returns, 10 plus percent returns, that same million dollars you might have saved in those mutual funds over decades. Well, guess what? That million dollars, you can only live on 30,000 a year. 
if you're doing the traditional planning. But if you have that million dollars paying you 10% a year, well, now you're living on 100,000 a year and often you get better tax breaks because it's in real estate or in other forms of investing that have better tax treatment than just a typical 401ks or IRAs in the stock market, which have zero tax benefits. So that's really what we're trying to help people do is help them strategize and connect with those deals so they can get really financially free faster. Independent or free by the time you were 39 years old. How did you do it? Same way we preach, right? Now, I, I did it with different uh, multiple streams of income. So it, part of it was with real estate investing. Part of it was like putting money in different types of funds and lending. You know, I know you guys talk about that a lot too, dealing with lending, um, doing things even within business and creating multiple residual streams of income where you create passive streams through there. Uh, so just multiple ways of doing it. Um, I think I last counted, I did a, I did a, a, a little short YouTube short slash TikTok video where uh, there was about 14, now currently 14 streams of passive income while I still have my two active streams in our business. And uh, I mean, I would say, I mean, it's just all over the place. I mean, I even do things now with raw land, you know, where I partner with the guy that does all the, you know, buying and selling on and putting on terms, you know, do seller financing of raw land. And, you know, I have like 125,000 paying about 5,000 a month off that, you know, there's, there's just so many things you can do in this alternative space. It's so much fun. So you speak of this alternative space when you are consulting with a client, you are a anti-financial advisor um, and you're advising on these alternative ways that people can invest and actually achieve financial freedom. How do you go about when you are advising a client? I mean, you've got this plethora, you got this long Mm -hmm. list of different ways people can invest. What's the process you go through with a new client of helping them them decide what is it that they want to get involved in? I mean, the first step is we got to find out what we have to work with, right? And really unlocking where money is. Uh, Oftentimes we find people have money locked up in equity in their home. They might have equity, you know, money locked up and just sitting in savings could be locked up in the stock market, especially lately where the markets dropped 16%, you know, I mean, just year to date, uh, and by the way, they won't even tell you the market's going down until you've lost more than 20% of your portfolio. And then they'll finally say, oh, now it's a bear market, right? But they won't tell you until you've lost a good chunk of your money. And so we're trying to find all these areas where we can find the resource and then take that money to invest it. And so we look at things like time horizons. You know, uh, you know, it's, if someone's saying, hey, I'm okay, five or 10 years out, I don't need the cash flow today. Let's do something that's more of a growth play. It could be like a syndication that we're looking at. Because uh, we've got over 20 people that we've in, we've vetted in our in our network that we can refer them to, and so you know, there's some someone might say, well, this one's got very low return short term, but it might have a bigger payoff on the back end, maybe five six years down the road or three years down the road. If they're more cash flow focused, they'd say, I need the passive income now, or maybe they could even retire within the next year or two, which many of our clients can. Would say, well, maybe we go more cash flow focused. Maybe we look at things that pace regular, you know, steady income. It could be rentals. It could be syndications with a good preferred return and things like that. Um, really just looking for those strategies that could be good. And then we send them out to those people and say, now go talk to them. Now, the great thing is we're not on their payroll on the, on these other companies payroll. We're on the client's payroll. So if, uh, if they go talk to those people, of course, they're going to say invest with us, right? But they can come back to us and we can be in their corner to say, all right. What'd you think? What'd you think about this investment? How do you feel this fits? And everybody has their own flavor, their own taste. 
And so that's why we can't just say, here, everybody should go do this investment. Plus, we're not investment advisors. We'll never say that anyways. But to be able to say, well, let's see how it matches up with you. What do you feel most comfortable with? What do you think about that? And then figure out how much you might want to put towards each deal. You know, still diversify a little bit, not overly diversified where you have money in so many places you can't even manage it, but be able to really determine and narrow down what are those best options. The great thing is we help them narrow it down right from the get-go so they don't have to talk to everybody in our network and even outside of our network. We can just say, here, laser focus. Here's maybe you know five, six people you could talk to that will help you do these kind of things and, and then figure out from there. So when you're advising a client, do you have relationships with other investment opportunities to where you can refer your clients to, to say, uh, you may say to a client, well, I think this investment over opportunity over here could be a good fit for you. How about, you know, see what you think about this, or I have another investment opportunity relationship over here. I know these people, you vetted them out. They're trustworthy. Uh, you would invest with them yourself or you are investing with them yourself. Is that the way it works to where you have like a, um, a menu of different opportunities that you can refer clients to, to uh, check out alternative ways of investing? Exactly. Yeah, it's more, go talk to these people. You know, here they are. We vetted them. Doesn't mean guaranteed. We always give them warnings saying, listen, you know, you're doing this at your own risk. Anyone, I mean, anybody's infallible, myself included, all of us can make mistakes, right? Or we could end up doing a bad deal. Um, so I, I try to let them have those expectations set, knowing that, yeah, there's risk here. But, you know, I, I love, love when we have investment operators or professionals that have, you know, they've been through a full recessionary cycle. You know, they, they, they got battered and bruised in the last recession and maybe they came out fine, but maybe they had to adjust on the fly and be very flexible. Uh, even better when they've been doing it for 20 plus years, because then they had multiple recessions they went through. They had to really know how to change and, and adapt their strategy to fit. Uh, most importantly, I want to make sure that they have good integrity because even, if, even if they got beat up and banged, did they still try to make sure that their investors got paid? Did they make sure that at least they got their principal back if they invested with them? You know, those kind of things are the things we look for. I don't even mind if if somebody has a past where they uh, lost a lot. Of, you know, maybe they lost some money. You know, maybe they had some bad deals. But if they learn from it and got wiser from it and come back stronger and and obviously a, a little bit more prudent, that's perfect. You know, so that's those are the kind of people that we've built relationships with over many many years. Heck, I mean. Some of those relationships I found in mastermind groups, just like how I met you, Jay, right? I mean, just, you know, birds of a feather flock together, you know, and, and especially if you embody those values that you hold to be dear, especially if you, you know, I, I value, you know, I don't like BSers. I don't like charlatans. I don't like people that just are all talk and no walk, you know, and I like people that have good integrity. They, they want to fulfill on their word and go above and beyond their word and go that extra mile. Those are the people that I love attracting. And, and that's why you and I keep running to each other all the time. Absolutely. Um, Chris Miles's website is www.moneyripples.com. That's M-O-N-E-Y, ripples, R-I-P-P-L-E-S.com. And uh, you can reach out to him there, particularly if you're resonating with what he's saying. Chris, I'm interested in what are some alternative ways of investing that most people have not heard about, but before.
Real quick, y'all, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. You know, uh, I mean, I, I would say most people, if you're talking about most people, if it's real estate investors, I mean, many of us have heard this kind of stuff, but most people don't realize, like, for example, uh, just going with some of the basic type of investing, like turnkey real estate. A lot of people don't realize that you don't have to manage a property. <laughs> you know, most people don't realize that you can actually own a property, but not have to deal with the tenants, toilets and trash. Now there's still an, a tenant there, but you have a property manager doing the work for you versus you having to be in those weeds. Uh, I know within my own properties, I don't even really know the names of my own renters. You know, I know I have the contracts and the lease agreements to prove I have them but I really don't know who they are because I'm not interacting with them. Um, I also know like, you know, Jay, you talk about this a lot of times, short-term lending. You know, there's lots of different types of lending you can do or things you do with seller financing. Um, again, most of my clients want passive stuff. So they may want to be active investors doing that themselves and, and underwriting their own deals. But there are plenty of people out there that are doing those very things. You know, there are plenty of people out there saying, hey, I've got a property right now. Um, do you want to be the lender? Do you want to essentially be the bank for this property? And I mentioned that with, with raw land, you know, I'm doing that right now with a partner where he's finding the raw land, buying it for cheap, using my money, but then he's turned around and selling that land to somebody else on terms for two, three times more than what I bought it for just maybe a week prior. And so we're putting on terms, getting paid that consistent cash flow, And then I take a good chunk of that cash flow and reinvest it to keep building that portfolio up more and more so that that passive income grows with it. You know, um, you know, syndicated opportunities, be able to know that you could pull your money together with other investors and be able to buy an apartment or a self-storage unit. Um, it's funny because even people that haven't heard much about alternative investments, they'll say, you know what, self-storage, that sounds interesting. Like, I think that would be something I want to, you know, check out because they know in inflation, well, not just inflationary times, but also during recessions, that could be a place where people go to as a safe harbor, like right? a way to get their, rid of their crap, put in the storage. And uh, that drives up demand for self-storage. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to do it. Uh, I even had an active real estate investor. He actually said, you know, I want to diversify myself away from doing real estate investing. And uh, we, I connected him with somebody who does uh, like uh, matches people up with, with franchises, matched him up doing a laundromat. And he's now managing a laundromat, creating some income off that. Just got to the point where now it's profitable. And now getting to the point where now he can actually start getting really passive income managing it like five, maybe five or 10 hours a week. So there's, there are so many options out there and, and more than what I've mentioned. But uh, I think that's the fun thing is that there's really a flavor for everybody. It's just a matter of finding that right recipe for you. You've mentioned the word syndication two or three times. What is syndication? It, simply put, it's, I mean, it's securities in the sense that it is managed. It's a, an actual investment. But what you're doing is you're pooling your money with other investors to be able to put a either down payment or finance an entire project. So you could be putting that money into an apartment building. So rather than you go and try to raise all the money for yourself, there could be 50, 100 plus other people 
going and being a partner into this kind of thing, like a, like a, an apartment complex, for example, or a self-storage unit. And then you get paid either a contractual type of, of a, a range, like a, what they call preferred return, where they say, here, we're going to pay you the X amount of dollars or X percent per year paid quarterly. Or they'll say, hey, whatever percentage of profits, because you're this, say you're 1% owner in this building, you're going to get 1% of the profits, including if we sell it, you get 1% of the gains as well. So it's just a way to, for you to kind of go in at a fraction of the cost together with other investors and, and be able to invest in things that are much, much bigger projects than you'd normally do on your own. What kind of returns, and of course, history has got no guarantee of the future, but what mm-hmm. kind of returns annually through alternative investing uh, have you seen some of your clients enjoy from what to what? Generally speaking, usually 10 to 12% on just a simple, you know, returns, you know, if they're doing, having a preferred return or they're getting paid from their rental properties. Now rentals, I'll tell you, I mean, even the turnkey ones where you have somebody else managing it for you, I've seen those numbers drop to about like eight or 9% in certain areas of the country. So it doesn't mean that you're always going to get double digit returns. It depends on the markets. I mean, obviously if rents start to catch back up to offset the increased interest rates. So if you're buying with especially if you're buying with lenders money, you know, when you're buying from a mortgage and that kind of thing, you know, you might come out with a little less, but that doesn't include that you get on those kind of properties, any appreciation doesn't include any of the tax benefits you get where the, the right thing is with some of these real estate deals, you can write off a good chunk, if not all of your income or returns you're getting on those deals. Um, you also get, you know, the fact if you have a rental property, you do have a mortgage, they're paying down your mortgage for you. So when I say eight or 9% cash on cash return, that means that's after you've paid your mortgage payment your taxes and insurance, your property manager to manage the property for you. That's, that's total profit, you know? So um, that's the kind of returns you could get. Again, nothing is guaranteed, but uh, most of our clients have been enjoying at least 10, 11, 12%, even short-term lending. They're lending money to other people and, uh, and trying to figure out what to do with their money in the meantime, but try to keep up or at least try to outpace inflation to some level. You know, they might be doing some of that stuff too. Um, on the high end, sometimes there's deals, one-off deals that might pay you 20 plus percent. Um, like I mentioned, I have 125,000 paying about $5,000 a month of cash flow. That's obviously a lot more, um, than 10 or 11, 12%. But, uh, and some of my clients are getting some of those similar returns in that kind of deal too. Uh, but again, I just tell people not to count on that. That's just gravy. It's extra. Um, the great thing is you can do simple math and figure out your, your, your wages. If you just average just a simple 10%, you know, between those deals. And again, most of our clients get more than that, but even if you just made 10% and you had a hundred thousand bucks, that's 10,000 a year. You know, if you got 500,000 bucks, that's 50,000 a year. If you got a million bucks of cash, you could be investing. That's a hundred thousand a year. And that's something that we see over and over, over again, people that kind of were the Dave Ramsey poster children, you know, they saved everything, they paid off all their debt. And then they looked around and said, wait a minute, I'm not free. Yeah, I've got this money, but you know, if I go off of what financial advisors recommend, even lately, Wall Street Journal said you should only pull out 3% a year from your mutual fund portfolio, whether it's IRAs or 401ks. So even if you save up a million bucks, you're living on maybe 30,000 a year before you get taxed, where that same million bucks, we can put in alternative investments, have it secured by real assets, not some arbitrary stocks that can go up or down whenever they feel like. You know, we can actually have it backed up by real assets like real estate making a hundred thousand a year with tax benefits. So you get to keep more than a hundred thousand a year versus paying taxes on 30. 
And, and not to mention, I mean, when you start to use that investment and you start to combine that with strategies, like you've heard me talk about before, like, you know, I call max ROI, infinite banking, where you can actually use it to double dip on your money. You know, that 10% can actually turn into a 12 plus percent return on that same deal. You're listening to Chris Miles. His uh, website is moneyripples.com. And if you are resonating with what Chris is talking about, go ahead and share this episode right now with uh, a friend, a colleague, member of uh, someone that has been complaining about not having a way to have retirement in place or uh, complaining about the rates of return they're getting at the local bank, which last I checked is 0.17% for a 12 month certificate of deposit. If you know someone like that, uh, you definitely want to get them in touch with uh, Chris. Chris, what are some of um, the really, really creative, very little unknown ways that you have advised people to where they could leverage maybe some assets that they have to, um, to make some money, some stuff that just most people have never heard of. Uh, never heard of ways to leverage it. I mean, when we find money, a lot of times people don't realize you can actually take IRA money, like old 401ks or IRAs and you can self-direct them and you can actually control them. Cause unfortunately many people think you need a financial advisor, right? They'll, they'll try to convince you that any kind of investing, the only kind of investing in the world are mutual funds, really, is what it comes down to. It's like Mexican food. It might be the same ingredients. They just call it different names just based on how they package it. But if you look at financial advisors, all they can really offer you are mutual funds legally. Um, in fact, I was just at a conference with financial advisors where that was one of their big complaints is saying, hey, I know there could be other things out there, but I can't offer it. I can't do anything because my license has stopped me from doing anything like in real estate in many cases. So, you know, one thing that I tell people to do is that you can actually take IRA money. You can use that into what's called a self-directed IRA, move it to there. And then from there, you can go and invest it however you want. And, and the, the great thing is, is that you, I, mean, I have, you know, like someone wants to do a business partnership. Um, and a lot of times people will try, try to get out of their IRAs. Once they start getting educated by us, they'll say, well, how can I cash it out and minimize my tax? Well, if that gets used for something that's business related, you know, like I mentioned a partnership when I'm doing that land investing with seller financing and such, uh, when they do that, you know, they charge a fee. Well, that fee is a hundred percent write off on taxes. So if they use their IRA money to pay for that fee, it cancels out the taxes we're going to pay on that IRA, right? Because they get a tax write off while they're also supposed to pay tax. It zeroes itself out. So they're able to essentially avoid the tax on that money and get more of their money working for them right now. So that's one strategy that I wouldn't say it's not, it's not uh, unknown, right? It's, it's definitely common. And I'm sure you've had people talk about it on the show before, but I think many people just don't realize how to implement it, that they can actually move it into another account away from a financial advisor to do that kind of thing. Um, even like leveraging your the equity from your home. You know, how do we use that in a way that creates enough cash flow to more than pay your mortgage payment? You know, we do a lot of things with that. Even with rising interest rates, we have to figure out what's the best mortgage to use. And so a lot of times we get questions on, when they get bank offers back on what they can do, great. Let's analyze it. Let's see what might be the best refinancing option for you to have the lowest payment with the maximum profit when you go and invest that money. And, and like I said before, like we've a, a lot of strategies we use that even is unknown to most real estate investors is like infinite banking, not as a long-term thing, but using that money to double dip on your investment returns where you can still invest your money in real estate, but on the side, you're also earning at least a few percent plus over here. So you kind of get your money to pay you twice. 
Um, and that's something that even life insurance guys uh, that could offer it don't really know how to design it or they don't even understand how it works because they're not investors. They're not like us where we are always trying to leverage our money. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, we've had so many people that have made tens of thousands of dollars more just by using their life insurance to finance these deals, these investments that we're doing versus just using a t- you know plain old checking or as you mentioned, even a 0.17% crappy one-year CD um, or as I like to say, a point nothing percent uh, type of account that you have that savings, but yet you still have to pay taxes on that point nothing percent. You know, with this life insurance, I can get it tax free, protected 100 percent from lawsuits and creditors, so no one can touch that money but me. Well, and maybe the IRS if they really had to get to it. But um, but other than that, I can I can leverage it and use it all I want in coordination with doing these alternative investments at the same time, and you just get more speed, more efficiency, but more guarantees too. In simple, simple terms, uh, describe what is infinite banking and what's an example of what it would look like. Yeah. So infinite bank is just a strategy. Again, there's lots of stuff, people talking about it and using it in different ways. Um, but most people have heard life insurance being term insurance, right? Where you buy, you know, you buy this cheap term policy and then you only get paid if you die. That's how most people do it. There's also other types of life insurances. There's things like universal life or there's whole life. Now, whole life insurances are usually are my weapon of choice because there's some guarantees on it where it won't lose more. I mean, well, it doesn't lose any money for one, uh, but the lowest guarantee is uh, the interest rates 3%. Um, and just so you know, uh, the companies that we use have never paid that low. <laughs> They've always paid higher than their guarantee. And uh, in fact, right now they're paying at least 5 to 6% right now. And with inflationary times, that goes up. So anyways, you have a death benefit with these whole life policies, but you also have this this tax-free savings account inside of it, and that builds up. The problem is if you go with traditional life insurance agents or even people that talk about infinite banking, they set it up in a way where a good chunk, if not all of your money, is being eaten up in those first few years because they put all the heavy insurance costs up front. And then they back off over time. It gets cheaper over time versus term insurance gets more expensive over time. The problem is, is that 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 big chunk that's sticking out up front slows down your ability to use that money, especially if you want to use it for investing. So the way that we design it, that's why I refer to as max ROI infinite banking, is that we lower the cost as low as we can go while still keeping it tax free. So in that first year, say you even put 10,000 bucks in, you'll have about $8,000 you can leverage and use to invest. And that's, and that's the most expensive year. Uh, by year three, it pays for itself. Uh, and usually by year five or so, it already has more money in it than what you've paid into it. But the cool thing is you can leverage that money along the way because you can get bank lines of credit against it because banks love life insurance. They Not only do they buy it for themselves, you'll see banks keep at least 20, 25 more or more percent of their money inside these same policies just to store their money and be able to leverage and use so they can lend out more money to you. But you can do the same thing. You can turn the tables back on the banks, where instead of the banks making all the money off of you by lending out the money you give to them in savings, you can now have that money that's in there making five plus percent tax free, by the way. You have the money in there, but you can get a line of credit against it with banks as low as 3% right now. So what happens is now you can, you can say, hey, this money's still in here growing at 5%, but now I just get this bank line of credit, almost like a HELOC, right? You just get this line of credit against it at 3%. Well, just by borrowing the money alone, you still make 2% at least, right? But then if you can go take that same money and invest it in a property and say it does make you 10% rate of return, 
what's happening is while you're getting paid a net 2% over here, you're making 10% over here, meaning you actually made not 10% like you would normally, making a 12% rate of return instead or more because it's compounding on you tax-free, which is always nice. So that's just a simple way of how it works. Um, but the numbers, I mean, the great thing is as long as you have decent health and at least you're younger than your late 60s, um, it could be a great strategy that you use. Um, if you're a smoker, sorry, I wouldn't use this strategy. I would rather buy it on somebody else in your family. In fact, we did have a guy who was a dentist. He was uh, over 300 pounds. He knew he wouldn't qualify being in his mid-50s at 300 pounds plus. So we got one on his wife. He was in perfect health, and they're putting in 100000 a year. And that's the cool thing, too, is that unlike Roth IRAs, it has the same taxes as Roth IRAs, but there's no dumb 59 and a half rule you have to obey, Right. Um, so the great thing is he's able to leverage that money now, uh, even though his wife's in her mid fifties, he doesn't have to worry about any age, age gap there. Um, on top of that, uh, what's really nice is, is that you're actually able to use this money. Um, well, uh, however you want, you know, cause it's not only is it tax free, but again, like I said, protect hundred percent lawsuits of creditors. No one can get to that money. Even if they win a lawsuit against you, it's protected and you can buy policies on not just yourself, you know, like I mentioned, spouses, you can buy it on kids, even grandkids, um, uh, partners, you know, business partners, you can put it on all kinds of people. So there's, there's just so many different ways you can use it. And best thing is you can put in up to 25% of your stated gross income. Uh, so I have a guy who's a, a syndicator, writes off all of his money because he's getting so much on the, on the cost segregation and bonus depreciation on his real estate. He's, he's claiming like 25,000 a year of income. But the guy makes about a million bucks a year. So when we applied, we said, great, he makes a million bucks a year. We didn't have to show tax returns to prove it because we, you know, we know we're being honest and truthful, even though the tax returns say another story. The great thing is now he's able to put in a quarter million a year into this. And again, let it grow tax-free, come out tax-free. Uh, the death benefits tax-free. Everything about it's tax-free as long as you use it correctly. Um, and he can still invest it into his syndicated deals that he's doing. So it's a, it's, it's a cool tool to use once you understand how to use it. Chris, you've got some amazing strategies that most people have never heard of. How would you describe and define your ideal client? Uh, somebody who's kind of, you know, they might've been that Dave Ramsey poster child, you know, the, the person that's actually done a good job saving money, but then they say, wait a minute, I'm kind of asset rich and cash poor. How can I get my money to start paying for me now? Uh, those are really our best clients. The ones that say, I've got cash, you know, whether it's equity in my home or I got cash in savings or wherever it might be, can I do something different with it? Especially if the markets start going down, I don't want to lose money. What do I do with this money so I can actually start getting real income coming now from that money? Those are the perfect people to work with. And how can these people connect with you, Chris, and continue the conversation? Well, two ways. If you want to just keep learning more, you can always follow our podcast, The Chris Miles Money Show. That's me. I'm Chris Miles, just so you know. Uh, the Chris Miles Money Show you can find on iTunes, YouTube, wherever you want, might want to go for that. Um, or you can just go to our website, moneyripples.com. Uh, we even have YouTube playlists where we show things like infinite banking and talk more about how it works. We've got things on like the consulting side, um, all kinds of different types of investing and things like that. So we've got lots of information you can learn from there. That's great, Chris. Um, final comments, Chris, before we call it a wrap. I would say this is that um, I think, you know, when we're talking about most people out there in the world today, they don't realize it's possible. Um, the hardest thing for people when they look at this, they say, well, 
yeah, but come on. Like, this sounds too good to be true. Why haven't I heard of this more? Well, the reason you haven't heard of it is because like what I found out, even as a financial advisor, I never heard about it, right? Four years as a financial advisor, nobody taught me I could do these things. I had to be open up to that world, you know, and, uh, and that's the thing. Financial companies do not train their advisors to be financial experts. They don't teach them um, really what else is out there that could actually be better than what they offer. And uh, it's, it's kind of like that matrix, right? You take that red pill and you realize that not only is it viable, but there's been millions of us doing this thing. I mean, there's, there's 25 million pe- millionaires in the U.S. right now. And every one of us, the one thing that we do have in common is we at least have a property, you know, if not more than one property. Most, most cases, especially if you're a multimillionaire, you have multiple real estate properties. Follow the evidence. Most people shaving 401ks aren't making it. There's really not hope for them. But those have done outside of that, especially in this world of real estate investing or alternative investments, that is the place that's been proven to work where the traditional way has not. The choice is yours. And I'll tell you, there's more hope than you probably realize is possible. Be sure and follow my good friend, Chris Miles on his podcast, the Chris Miles Money Show, Chris Miles Money Show. And of course, his website is www.moneyripples.com to uh, connect with Chris. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you. Such a pleasure, Jay. Always. Thank you. Absolutely. And we appreciate the shares, the rates, the reviews. The We really appreciate the five-star reviews on iTunes. Um, be sure if you are watching on YouTube to click that bell so you don't miss any other future notifications of our amazing shows that we have right here. And um, again, if you know someone, you think of someone that uh, you believe would benefit from uh, taking advantage of these investing opportunities that Chris has, be sure and share this episode right now with someone that you believe could benefit. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. Here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level, and we'll see you right here on the next show.